Often the Gemara seems to engage in discussions that have no practical relevance, that are not uh, that are academic discussions. Um, and, and yet, what we see in the in the Gemara today on Dafheimut Beis are some clear guidelines as to when you can do that and when not. Um, and we see some objection to engaging in, in, engaging in academic discourse that has no halachic relevance. So, for example, in our Gemara on Dafheimut Beis, the Gemara asks. Ketzad Hilbishan. How in the, in the first time that, that Aaron and his sons were, were dressed with the Big Day Kuhuna, how was it done? Um, and what, it's, what we're concerned about, as Rashi ex- explains, is there is a, an apparent contradiction in the, the way this was done, uh, where the instructions are originally given, which seems to imply that when the avnate was put on, when they were given this, the sash, this kind of belt that they wore, um, they, Aaron and his sons were, were dressed with the avnate at the same time. And later on in Vayikra, we're told that Aaron was first dressed in full with all the begodim, and then afterwards the children, the sons were dressed. So there's a contradiction in, in how they were dressed, and the Gemara wants to understand how did, what did they actually do. Ask the Gemara, he'll be shown, my, he'll be shown, why are you asking how they, what they did then? What they did, they did. Who cares what order it was? What difference does it make to us? So if you want to ask, then, then the question is, how will they dress Aaron and his sons in the future when Mashiach comes? That's a question. You're worried about when Mashiach comes. Aaron will be there, and Moshe will be there. They'll tell you, don't worry, it's okay. They'll tell you how to do it. You don't have to sort it out yourself. So the Gemara goes back and says, no, Ella, Kate said, he'll be shown. The question is, how did they do it then? That is the actual question. Le misbar cry, um, in order to understand the psukim. Because there seems to be a contradiction in the psukim. So if we know how they did it, we'll know how they resolve the apparent contradiction in the psukim. So there is halachic, so there is halachic relevance. Asks Tosfis. But we see other examples. For example, in, the, in Sanhedrin, Daf Tesvav, the Gemara discusses how many dayonim would you have needed on a Beisdin to decide the fate of an ox that walked up Har Sinai when the Torah was being given. Do you need 23 Dayonim or you don't need 23 Dayonim? The Gemara asks. It says, Tosfus, why doesn't the Gemara say there as well? What are you concerned about? It was a one-off occasion. It's not going to be repeated. What difference does it make how many Dayonim you needed then? The Gemara doesn't ask that. And Tosfus leaves it as a kasha here. But, but, but Tosfus in Sanhedrin does answer it and says, Maybe there too you need it in order to understand the meaning of the Psukim. So we see clearly where a historic event will explain psukim, we're interested in it. Now that doesn't mean we're not interested in historic events. All the Gemara is saying, the function of, and this is terribly important, especially with what's going on at the moment, with all the, with all the learning that, that's, that's happening. And, and the, uh, you remember, I explained to you that the objection of the Vilna Gaon and his school, where, where Hasidus was merging Hasidic thinking and Kabbalistic thinking with halachic thinking. There's nothing wrong with Hasidic thinking. There's nothing wrong with Kabbalistic thinking. The problem is when it's when it's merged and uh, with halachic thinking and halachic thinking loses the purity of its reasoning. 
that's when it becomes a problem. So what the Gemara is not saying here is we're not interested in history. The Gemara is saying let the historians figure that out. What's it got to do with us in Gemara? It's not Talmudic. It's not of Talmudic interest. It's of historic interest. The same as how the world is created scientifically and, and atoms and molecules and all of, of that and, and, and quantum physics, all very, very interesting. It's just not part of Talmudic reasoning. Leave that to the scientists to figure out. Um, so what is Talmudic reasoning? Talmudic, the, the reason, the, the purpose for Gomorrah is to inform and enrich our lives so that we know what's right and how to do things and what to do and what it means and, and why we do things. That's what, that's what the Gemara is about. But what happened hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, that's of no halachic interest. It's of, of historic interest, but it, its place is not in the Gemara. The Gemara acknowledges that there's a body of material that, 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 that is of interest, but not in, in reasoning. But even more than that, it's not that it's not a reasoning in the Gemara, because we do find in the Gemara, we do find cases where the Gemara discusses historic events. What's important is it's not psak. So when we're talking about how did they actually do, and we're talking about psak halacha, when it comes to psak halacha, a historic discussion, an academic discussion about history, is of no relevance to, to, to psak, to, to coming to a decision about how to act today. And that's why Tosfos says, but if it's in order to explain the psukim, if it gives us a better understanding of Chumash and Tanakh, then of course, then we need to analyze it. The Ritvo learns this a little bit differently. Uh, so just before I go into that, I bring a, a quote from the, from the uh, Tosfos in Chagiga Davvova Mudbeis, where there's also a, a Gemara, where the Gemara goes in, Boirav Chiste, uh, this, the Posuk of Ayishtach and Nari Yisro Olot Chasim, what was it? What, did they bring lambs or did they bring cow, bulls? What did they bring exactly? And the Gemara asks, Lamay Nafkimina, what difference does it make? And Tosfus says there, Mai Nafkimina, Kloimar Mai Dahave Have. So you see that same phrase. So Tosfus is telling us that, that Mai Dahave Have means there is no halachic consequences, no halachic relevance. That's what it means. That's why that Tosfus in Chagiga is relevant to understanding Pshat in our Gemara. What does my dahava hava mean? It means my nafkimina. There's no halachic relevance. Um, the the Ritvo learns that this is part of the question that is asked in, in the Gemara uh, about Hilchusid de Meshicha. We don't discuss the halacha for Mashiach Zeit, for when Mashiach comes. And, and that, interestingly, there are only two places in Shas where that phrase is used, and they're both by Rav Yosef, and the Gemara on Daf Yud Gim, and the Tosfos on Daf Yud Gimel and Aleph, and I've, I've brought it here so that you have a reference to it, and I've divided the Tosfos into three different principles around the idea of Hilchus HaLemashich, that we don't go into and analyzing what the halach is going to be when Mashiach comes, because we have time to figure that out. That's not what we need. So, we don't, so Gemara is not about going into the past. Gemara is not about going into the future. Gemara is all about the present. How do you live today? That's what we're interested in. Certainly in terms of, of halacha in Gemara, the halachic side of Gemara, is all about how do you live today, not how did they live, and not about how will we live. And the, the Gemara asks, the, the, the question comes up in Zohar, and the Gemara says, so what, all of Kodshim we shouldn't be learning, because it's about, about the future? And Tosfus deals with that. It's a very important Tosfus and Daf Yud Gimel. Hopefully we'll, we'll get to it in a, in a short in a short time. But I wanted to just spend a few minutes with you on this idea of why to, the, the Gemara is so um, uh, intolerant of discussing 
making halachic decisions. That's really what it is. It's about paskening. When there are two different days or there are two psukim, which one do we go like? When there are two possibilities and you have to make a conclusion, that's where the Gemara objects and says, if it doesn't have relevance for now, we don't paskin. You can, you've got the days, you've got the things, you can learn kodshim, but you, but you don't make a halachic decision if it doesn't have current relevance. That's what the, that, what's the Gemara saying. Why is that? And I'll tell you a story that will, will, will explain it. When I was um, learning for Smicha, and it came to learning um, Shchitis and Trophus, which in, in those days we had to learn. And part of it was, was learning Shchitis and Trophus for Ophus, for learning how the slaughtering and the, and the checking of, of chickens. At that time in Yerushalayim, there was a, a big town with Chochem, who since passed away, Meir Brandsdorfer, who was the expert on, uh, on, on chickens. In Maya Shorim he used to be, and particularly he instituted the practice in Yerushalayim of checking the lungs of chickens because they felt the lungs were diseased um, and, and various other things. He was an expert in some newer diseases that came because of the way we raised chickens, and he felt that now these things have to be checked. And I went to him to have shimush in how to check that, to how, to, how, to, how to supervise chita. I didn't learn how to become a shochet, but as a rov, how do you supervise a shochet? How do you check a shochet? How do you check that the shochet is checking the chickens right? And that I did in Meir Shorim with Rav Meir Brandstorfer. Um, and the, the shochet of that place where, we, where Rav Meir Brandstorfer used to, used to, used to paskin um, was training me in Bedika Sakin and how to check the knife of a shochet and check that it's, that it's clear. So he gave me a knife. And he says, check if I can check with this knife. And I checked and the knife was perfect. So I said to him, it's perfect. He said, check again. So I said, okay. So I check again. I said, the knife is perfect. He said, okay. I'm going to tell you it's not perfect. It's possible. If I check with this knife, the chickens will be trafe. Now tell me where the pegam is. Tell me the pegam Tell me where on the knife the chink is. Check it again. I said, I'm sorry, you're wrong. There is nothing wrong with this knife. And I have quite good feeling you do it with your nail. I prided myself on being able to detect the smallest things. And this old man, the shochet, shook his head. And he said, come with me. And he took me out into the street. And he said, look at all these yidden walking along. See, this chassidish yidden walking backwards and forwards and everywhere with their beards and their payers and their mayashorim. He said, these are the people who eat my shechita. I'm not shechting for Tel Aviv. These are the people who eat my shechita. You've got smicha already. I'm giving you the knife. If you hand it back to me, I will shecht, and they will eat the shechita. Now check my knife again. I check the knife again, and it's so obviously not okay. He says, now I'll teach you something. Never, ever paskin if you're not responsible. Never, ever paskin if you're not responsible for the outcome. Don't even give a halachic opinion if you're not responsible for the outcome. Why? It says because haloch, for halacha you need siyata dishmaya. You need a sense of yiroshimayim and responsibility so that you really are focused. And you need siyata dishmaya. Hashem helps you with psak. Hashem doesn't help if it's of academic interest. Hashem helps if it's going to make a difference to people's lives. And as a rov, the only time that you can have confidence to paskin is if you know that your psak is going to make a difference to people's lives. That's what the Gemara is concerned about. 
Don't pask in the halacha that has no current relevance because there's no siyata dishmaya in that psak. And Torah is too complex for the human mind to draw halachic conclusions. Of course, nowadays it's easy. Everybody draws halachic conclusions and you can check them on Google so it's not a problem. But, but in the older times when we weren't as brilliant as we are today, people used to find it more difficult to come to clarity of halachic conclusion. And, and the Gemara says, if, if, you, if there isn't current relevance to what you're paskining, there's no focus and there's no siyata dishmaya. And, and that's not, we don't do that. And that's a principle that I've never, ever forgotten. If somebody asks me an opinion, nowadays I'll say to people, what, what difference does it make to you what my opinion is? Are you going to change your life because of my opinion? If the answer is no, I'm just interested, fine. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't have to share my opinion because you're interested. I'm not a library. If it's going to impact your life, the way you live and the way you think and the way you act, then I'll think about it very carefully and I'll give an opinion because then there's Siyat Dishmaya. And one sees it over and over again, what enormous Siyat Dishmaya there is when what you're teaching or what you're saying, that's the difference between giving a shir like this, teaching to people and learning on one's own. There's tremendous Siyat Dishmaya when every word you say can be used and interpreted and applied by other people. For that, the siyat dishmayad. For one's own learning, it's not on the same level at all. And certainly for psak halacha, we learn from this Gemara, uh, there has to be current relevance to be able to have the clarity and the siyat dishmayad one needs to come out with something that is emes.